1: Because he's not a real wide receiver yet. He's just kind of developing.
2: No,
0: I wouldn't say all that
1: now. No, I'm just talking that. about for fantasy. Should I start you or John Brown? It's a legit question. Is it not? Start
2: me. Start you? You give me two points, I'm slut out you.
1: Hi, welcome to Preach Camp, Preach with Rashad, and here we are, another episode, another sermon, and we are segregating to our uh, our NFL talk and division by division, and we're starting with the NFC South. Rashad, man, how's it going?
2: Everything's good, man. Everything's lovely, bro.
1: Hey, I'm just excited to watch uh, preseason football going on. You know, praying that none of my players on my team get hurt, and goes out to every other team as well because you know you want. I want to be able to see the best. You know, best on the best on the field. You know, uh, uh, curse already tore his uh, – broke his leg already. And, you know, that just – injuries going to start happening. and I'm scared to see any big-time names go down.
2: I yeah, I never really care about preseason football. Like, I don't even know why they even let guys go out there for, like, a series or two. Like, just let the guys who are trying to make the roster, let them play. Or if you got a rookie QB or something, let him play, get some reps in, try to get at least somewhat up to NFL game speed. But – I wouldn't put any of my for sure day one starters or vets out there.
1: Well, yeah, but you got you got to think about also the, you know, you're trying to get into a rhythm and trying to get back. Especially you know guys like for, you know, example, uh, team we're gonna talk about later, and that's the Bucks. You know, a new coaching staff and coming in. Yeah, I, you know, I guess it's trying to get everybody on, on the same page in, as far as the game set before the actual season, quote unquote, starts.
2: I wouldn't. I still wouldn't do it. I mean, there, a lot of these teams they they schedule practices with other other teams, and then you can scrimmage against yourself. So I wouldn't really. I wouldn't focus on preseason too much. You know, if anything, you may do the the last preseason game. Maybe let a guy go out there for a series or two, but just for all the games going out there, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. It's just too risky.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, so let's go right into our talk NFC South. Uh, we're gonna start with the division champs from last year. And that's the New Orleans Saints, 13 and 3. Sean Payton's back. Drew Brees is back. Uh, mainly, mainly all the stars are back, Kamara, Michael Thomas of the world. Um, so just just to start off with the Saints, you know the last time we seen them in the playoffs, we know what happened uh, with the new rule change all of something because of the you know the passing interference call that wasn't called, um, which led to another heartbreak for the Saints, and that's two years in a row. Um, where they're on the line to you know Super Bowl contending team, and something crazy happens and and it knocks them out. Um, so I guess I guess it's like you know another devastating loss. You know they're back again. Uh, do we see do we see this team maybe you know fall off or um you know not? Well, I mean by fall off, I mean like uh you know you you go through the battle so hard. You know it, you know it's hard to keep a team together for a certain amount of time, but now every time you're good and play off, something's happening to you. So it's kind of like, you know, do we see these other teams in the division take a step forward while they
2: might take a step back? Um, I like that they paid Michael Thomas. Uh, He got his money, so that was a a good thing for him and for the Saints. You keep keep Drew Brees' top weapon alongside Alvin Kamara, but as far as their season outlook, I think they're going to pull back some. 13 wins, I wouldn't expect that. Um, maybe ten, um, I don't even think they' a lot to win a division just because of when you go through another loss like this past season, that was kinda like, okay, what happened last year was pretty much a i mean that's a fluke, like come on, like the guy if you if you just push him out of bounds, make the tackle, <laughs> the game's over, <laughs> so right, like, so something like that, you know I they they probably thought, okay, well, bad no bad error, let's come back next year, redeem myself, and then you get all the way down to the end. No passing friends call against the Rams. You're going to overtime. They had a chance to win it, but they didn't, and the Rams are up winning it. So I just think the Rams' loss is more devastating than the previous one, and then with guys, I mean, the city, and people they are still trying to sue the NFL, this kind of stuff. like <laughs> nobody's really. Nobody's let it go. So I feel like that could linger on in the locker room. Uh, when fans come to the games, that could linger on. And then plus with the division, Getting guys back healthy and improving, I do expect some pullback from the Saints because the Falcons defense got depleted last year. Matt Ryan had an MVP caliber season, but it wasn't recognized because they didn't win enough games. And then on the Panthers side, you know, they had they, they started off pretty hot and things happened. Um, and the Bucks are making changes. So I feel like with just the division overall being better, plus with the Saints uh, playing the first place schedule, there will be some pullback along with just the, the general. You know, letdowns of the last few years. Yeah, and, and speaking of your first place schedule, you know, uh,
1: it, it's you know, some, sometimes you get lucky, and sometimes you get a first place schedule, and yet you and you also play a division that's uh, that's not good, or you know, whatever the case may be. But this this year, I'm looking. I, I saw I peeked their schedule a little bit, and uh, they they had the NF, they had the NFC West, and you know, we, we we're gonna be talking about them teams soon. Um, your Rams and your Seahawks, two uh, two playoff teams from last season, and the up and coming of the 49ers and up and coming of the Cardinals, um, you know, you know stuff stuff like that makes sense. And you got you got Chicago Bears because of first first place, and as well as the Cowboys. Um, now their opening start, man, and you talking about something that can pull back, you know, because these are all four good the teams. Uh, they're playing Houston, they're at the Rams, at Seattle, then home against Dallas, and. Of course, they're not going on four. They're too good to go on four. But this is a team that you know might struggle out the gate, and like you said, a pullback because if if they haven't in, in that game that games I said that, that, that's not including the your division. So you still got those six games that are going to be tough. Your opening start is you know pretty pretty solid, and it's it's kind of like you know you can this this can this could be the end of it, especially with Drew Brees getting a little older, or another year older. I would not say the end of the Saints, but you know. The the being the we're the we're the top three four team in the NFL like you said because a very step back I don't I don't know if they can win the division because Panthers was well on their way to winning it until they fell apart and like you said the, the Falcons are kind of uh, you know kind of brushing their hands off clean clean slate after last year's uh, injuries but this Saints team was I mean top ten in passing rushing scoring uh, red zone touchdowns third up, uh percentage. And time possession. And, you know, when you, when you, you need that great of offense and your defense was, you know, subpar, you know, pretty solid. Um, you know, you, you, you consider yourself a Super Bowl caliber team. And if the defense take a step back or the offense take, you know, if the offense will be as elite as it was, you know, it's, it's very, it's very easy to see this, team, you know, ten nine nine to 10 wins. And I wouldn't, and I'm, I'm not going to say that's not, you know, that's, that's a knock to them or that's something bad for them. It's just, I mean the NFC is what
2: it is. Yeah, I I'm expecting to pull back just because Drew Brees is one of the top five quarterbacks of all time, but Father Time is undefeated. You can be all oh, yeah. you can be all time, but but Father Time's undefeated. <laughs> so he's gonna he won't have an MVP caliber season like he's been having the last few years. He's gonna pull back some. Um a underrated thing that goes, you know, kinda under the radar. Uh Mark Ingram is out, so Kamara's gonna get more of a workload. Can he sustain that workload? Does he get banged up? Um I know they have Latavius Murray, but you know, that's he's a solid number two. But if Kamara was to miss a game or two, could you rely on Murray to, to carry you? He's had good, you know, good times with Minnesota and things like that, but can he be what Mark Ingram was for you guys as well? And then uh, just you know, it's just small things like that. You know, like just the just that emotional tilt of what happened last year. And then I think week two they're going to the Rams. Like so, stuff. So week three could be a scheduled loss because you can't recreate that energy yeah, you're gonna have. Seattle. Yeah. So week two you could lose to the Rams, and then week three you won't be able to galvanize the energy that you're going to have. They're going to have animosity towards the Rams in that game. So. And it's gonna be on the road, so that week week three could be a loss for them. So that that's like a schedule loss. So they could easily start one and two zero oh and three. That first four games, if they can get to two and two, that'll be pretty good because the schedule is pretty rough oh, yeah. coming out the gate. Yeah, that's and and that's the thing.
1: They, like you said, when we look at schedule, you don't really I don't it don't really necessarily mean you know who, who you need to beat. But like like you said, as, long as you come out two and two, I think that'll pretty much you know that'll pretty much set Saints on the, on a good start. But then again, you gotta think you know. Six division games and we, and, you know, we talk about the Falcons, Panthers and Bucks coming up and, you know, this is the division is is not, you know, not sorry. And what we've seen in the past, remember it used to be like um, whoever, whoever won the year before comes back and be almost a re- last place. Yeah. Yeah. Revolving door. Yeah. And I think, I think we might be on our way, uh, our way back to that. Um uh You know, cause you know, Super Bowl winners don't last too long. You know, you got your, you got your outlier of, of, of the Patriots, and, but you know, other than that, you know, you have you have a good three or four window. Then you have to kind of regroup again. And and like you said, the the two the two devastating losses, you know, that's kind of that that kind of that's, that's two years already gone, and you probably got this last season. But with Drew Brees aging like he is, and him not pushing the ball down the field like he used to, um, you you may you may end up you may end up he could end up an outside looking in. I'm not saying this is going to happen
2: for the Saints, but I mean. It's possible. Yeah, my last point about them is this will be their last year to contend for the Super Bowl. This will be this will be it. Cause Drew's mm-hmm. Drew's not getting younger. So you gotta you gotta go for it. They should have got got you know, at least got there one of the last two years. But this year is definitely gonna be the end all be y'all, because there's no way I think Drew can play another two, three, four seasons. Like I know Brady's talking about doing that, but even I love Brady. I love Drew, but I don't think either one of these guys can be sticking around till they're about forty-five, forty-six years old. Like at some point, you're gonna have that Peyton Manning effect where your arm is just gonna be a noodle and you're just barely getting the ball down the field. Right, and then you're gonna like you said, saying we mentioned already about Michael
1: Thomas getting <coughs> paid. Now you're gonna get to that point where you're gonna have to pay your Marcus Lattimore. You're gonna have to play the uh, I think the Rams check the tackle. Um, you're going and Kamara, based on what he's doing. He's going to be in the same boat that we've seen Zeke and we've seen Gordon, and we've seen uh Lady Bell. He's going to be asking for top dollars, so we're going to get to that part with the contracts, and then, and then boom, the team had to break up. So it's like you said, this is this is the last haul.
2: Yeah, this this is it. Um, if they don't do it this year, uh, I don't know what to say because they don't really have a backup plan for anything. Like it's it's drew a bus on the QB side. I mean Hill is there, but does. Do we Teddy, think Teddy there, but I... do, do 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 we do we think Sean Payton can transform Hill? Um I've never believed in Bridgewater. I mean he was a solid college prospect, but NFL wise I've never believed in him. So Well I don't I don't think Hill's better than Teddy, so
1: I don't think they can <laughs> they gotta look for a quarterback yeah, so that's the case.
2: So yeah, <laughs> they're gonna have to do something coming up soon. I'm not sure what they do with the QE situation, but at least they have skilled players like MT and hopefully they keep Kamara because he's he's young and he's a you know he's a bolt of lightning, so you guys got to see what happens as far as in the future with QB. But I think for sure this this year make a break. Yeah, ten wins, uh,
1: ten wins. Yeah, I was I would say this team is a Super Bowl contender, but can very well just be on the outside looking in. And so like you said, this 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 is the last half of them. Um, let's move on to the Atlanta Falcons, uh, seven and nine. Um, they. You know, they pretty much pretty much had a bad start from the get go. Uh the best and I know Keenan O'Neill got hurt. Uh the linebacker, uh, what's his name? Uh Lee. I think I'm saying this wrong. I think I'm the right person. Um, they both got hurt most of the whole season. Everybody started going down. Um Offense will still play good though. Um, you know, Matt Matt Ryan don't get the credit that he deserves is a lot. I mean, I know people want to blame him a lot for the Super Bowl loss, but this was a top five passing team passing attack team. Uh, Devontae Freeman was hurt, so the, the running game wasn't as strong. But you think with Freeman back, they could be a top, you know, a top fifteen um, in in that regard. And you know they're, they're bringing back Derek Cutter, Derek Cutter from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, and when he was with Matt Ryan before, uh, Matt Ryan averaged like 4,600 uh, 4, yards, twenty eight touchdowns, sixteen picks. So you're still looking at a uh, you know a top level quarterback. Uh, from what Matt Ryan has. And he's going to be very comfortable in the system uh, with the Julio Jones, the Ridley's Sanu and all the weapons that they have. Um, the offense should not lose a beat. Uh, I'm, I'm really more worried about the defense. And I was a bold predictor last season saying that Falcons defense is going to be a top 10 defense. Um, that's just because of the, the young guys, they drafted um, the guys that they had and everybody was on the rise and then boom, three, four of them get hurt. And then they went, they went to the crappers. So, um, I'm not going I won't be as bold as I was last season but um uh, I think the defensive unit could come along and if that happens uh I'm going to I'm I'm going to predict it now I think this this the Falcons are going to be the NFC South uh champions um
2: and for only they can do that if the defense can come along and help the offense out um same as you said I like to have an offense you have a tier 1 quarterback in Matt Ryan who He's only about a decade in, so he still has some more runway to go. So he could easily put up another MVP caliber season. You have arguably the best receiver in the game with multiple weapons in Hooper, Ridley, Stud, Sanu still there. So as far as that, the Falcons have the weapons to, to do what they need to do on offense. Um, concerns, can Freeman hold up? He normally gets banged up every year. They lost Kevin Coleman to the 49ers. Can Ito be that solid backup that you need if Freeman was to go down uh, on the defensive side of the ball? Can all those guys hold up this year? And can – where they were projected to go last year, can they hit that projection this year? Um, I think so. But it, it's, that's still just being optimistic because you got to still hope that things line up. Dan Quinn, he's starting to be on the hot seat for, you know – Lack of winning. I mean, they've been competitive, but to blow the Super Bowl and even though they had injuries last year, just the way the team, you know, the way they finished you know, that, that in the NFL, if you're not Tomlin or you're not Bill or Sean Payton, if you're not a Super Bowl, you know, champion already coach, you're going to be in the hot seat. So uh, I think Quinn's facing a little bit of pressure on the on that on their side of the winning side of the ball. And then we got to still see what has with Julio's contract because that was a big thing going on. So uh, there's he? He's a high character guy, so I don't think he'll come into the season, you know, upset with, or he went went in your heart feelings or anything like that. But you still have to keep in the back of your mind, like Julio seeing other guys get paid, and he wants to get get paid too. So he he's hoping that Arthur Blank takes care of him down the line. So just just small things like that that can cause a little bit of, you know, ranking in the locker room, but I agree. If everything goes their way, they could easily get 11 wins and probably win, uh, win a division.
1: Yeah. The, the Julio Jones, uh, you know, he's, he, Arthur Blank and him already had the discussion and, uh, he's going off of Arthur Blank's word. So, um, you know, that could be a whole lot of mess if Arthur Blank decides, you know, to retract what he said. Um, but, I think Julio Jones is going to be taken care of. I, I don't think they're too worried about that because um, i uh, Arthur Blaine is usually pretty loyal to this, to the guys that he got. Um, Cause the off still there, the general manager. Uh, he don't really change coaches like that. Um, you know, he, he, he's pretty, he's pretty, he's pretty, i like to see a project all the way through, but yeah, I mean, the, like you said, the uh, staying healthy is the most part for the Atlanta Falcons. I don't think, I don't think, you know, it's it's kind of crazy though for to a team that can be so good, you know, two or three guys go down and this team is like, you know, on the way, you know, down on sprout, uh, you know, crash and burn. I don't understand, you know, with what, what talent that they had, then they should be fine. Even even if a couple guys go down, of course, you need Matt Ryan to stay healthy. You need Julio Jones to stay healthy, but you know, and I would say Grady Jarrett, uh, you know, after that, you know, next man up got got to come into effect at some point. Um, but yeah, Dan, Dan Quinn, I, I think I think I think he's gonna be fine. I, I think as long as they don't have another season where they're, you know, collapse. I think once he made playoffs this year, I think that you know that'll cool it off a little bit right there. Um, they do have a tough stretch. I, I, I looked at the schedule and going toward it, going toward the playoffs this is like week eleven through fourteen. Um, this is this is this is probably the way to make it break it part for them, and whether that's to win the division or take that leap to to be the wild card team, and that's uh, – they got Rams, home against the Rams, home against Seattle, at New Orleans, at Carolina, all in a row. Um, so, like you said, again, for the Saints, and you, you know, got to go two and two. You got to go, go two, two, and two and two. Yeah. When you, and, when you, whenever and
2: you have a tough stretch, that's all you want to do, at least two and two. You can't you, – if you, if you did three and one, you you really overachieved. Great, yeah. yeah. And if you, if you uh, want them all, you know, you may have caught some lucky breaks, but you definitely can't go one and three when you have a tough four-game stretch. Right, and then, then you got to think about the, the Falcons,
1: man. Matt Ryan is so elite inside. He's on, They're only playing, what, three games outside, and I think that's uh, Tampa, at Tampa, at Carolina, for obvious reasons,
2: and then at 49ers. Everywhere else, they're inside. Um, and, and those and those are all good locations. Like Tampa, even, even if right. you go to Tampa in November, <laughs> you know it's still going to be still, good weather. Yeah. You go to Carolina, that's still going to be fairly good weather. And 49ers... That can be exactly. a night game, it's gonna still be good weather. So uh, you know, uh, barring some type of snowstorm in Carolina, which I right. doubt that happens, you know, they're gonna have all good weather condition games. And and you know, and that and,
1: and though right there, that right there can pr- propel them over over the the Saints, over the Panthers um down the line because you know they they travel they travel to Indianapolis, that's that's indoors. They travel to Minnesota, they travel to Houston, all of those are indoors. So they have a chance to win anywhere they go, uh, and you know I'm not you know I'm not a I won't say I'm a I'm a Falcon believer, but I w- I will be on the bandwagon as far as that I think that they're that they're um, well on their way to get to the next level, and I think they could be a Super Bowl contending team. I think I believe in Matt Ryan, so um, I believe in Matt Ryan. I think Hula Jones is the best receiver in the game, um, and those two right there with with the off- having great offensive coordinator. And a, and a good head coach, good good front office, I think the Falcons have everything they need in place to just have to go do it.
2: Um, and that's just something that Lennon hasn't done um, recently. So The only bad part about predicting the Falcons to win 11 games and win the division is I hate the damn fan base. The fans are so fickle <laughs> and so annoying. When, the, when, when they're winning, everybody's the games are sold out, and you just hear these annoying people, oh, the Falcons are going to do it this year, they're going to do it, we're going all the way. And then when they're Last year, when they're like six wins, you can go to a game and the stadium's half full. So, like, I hate those fickle, <laughs> annoying fan bases. Like, yo, be loyal to the team no matter what. And yeah. just, just just in general, the fan base is so damn annoying. I'm about to say, at the, at, the, at the end of the season,
1: at the end of the season, most, I would say that going into the playoffs, most fans are going to be, you know, tweeting that, you know, rise up a lot. Um, it's just going to happen because I think they're going to be there. So,
2: um, that's that on that. Uh, yeah, I don't know on, about I don't know about Super Bowl, but they're not getting Super playoffs. Bowl, yeah. Falcons will not prosper, people. If you're a Falcons fan, they only get, they only succeed every twenty years. So they just they were just in the Super Bowl two three years ago. So guess what? <laughs> if, 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 if you're twenty years old, the next time the Falcons make it, you'll be forty something years old. All right, <laughs> <laughs> 2016. That's a whole high school graduation class, like right? eighteen years, and, you, <laughs>
1: so. and you're not lying about that. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, let's, let's go into the Carolina Panthers, seven and nine. Um, Ron Rivera still there. North Turner guys. Uh, this is a team that, I mean, you can. I mean, we can say it. They collapsed. Um, you know, six and two, and then defenders off seven and nine. Um, you know, yes, Cam Newton was injured, and that probably has to do a, a, a big part of it of what happened, um, but. The offense, the offense getting better. You said great. Austin pretty banged up. The offensive line still needs some work. Uh, they, lost, they lost, Ryan Khalil who retired, but then he came back and signed to the Jets. So you know they, they they got a they got a whole whole different problems um with that, but they got one of the most dynamic players in football in Christian McCaffrey. Uh, from what I've seen so far in training camps, Cam Newton is healthy, ready to go. Um, the defense is going to be what it is. You know the front the front seven is always going to be good, and the back set the back four, you know up and down um, and that's just how hot, how they always been. Um, and they, they're, they're a pretty solid defense. You know, they're not as scary as they used to be back in the, like maybe four or five years ago. Um, Luke Luke still his prime, his career, but the injuries are taking a toll. Um, but I think, I think as long, I think they're going to always be an average team. Um, no matter what, I think, I think, I think their roster is just that good to be, to be in the seven, nine, eight and eight ballpark every year. Um, but what it is, if if Cam Newton can can take another step, um, maybe not the MVP season, but he'll take a step and and come back healthy, you're talking about a team that can that could also win 11 games um, in this in the filthy NFC uh, NFC just whole uh, whole conference, and um, I'm interested to see you know whether whether Pan, whether uh, Panthers uh, can do it if Cam Newton's back because you know he get a lot of criticism for everything he does, so. Um, can this be a bounce back team, and that's what I'm
2: looking to see. Yeah, with Carolina, Ron Rivera, he's a he's a pretty solid coach. So on the defensive side of the ball, I always expect him to be solid to great on the defensive side of the ball. As far as offense, Cam's going to always get out the criticism because he's the face of the organization. So whenever you're the face, you're going to especially when you're the quarterback. You know, if you he was a running back, he would get some criticism, but not as much because the running back can only affect the game so much. But as the quarterback and as a – you know, he's a he's a fashion guy. He's outspoken. You know, he's flashy on the field. You know, he's Superman. So he's going to always get the criticism as far as the offensive side of the ball. But I think uh, – I think they can be pretty good. Um, they kind of – they started off hot. The injuries derailed them, and they finished terrible down the stretch. But they pretty much brought back the same staff. You expect more – the receiver to take a leap. You expect McCaffrey to come back, um, elite. And you expect Cam to kind of have a bounce back year too. Um, the, the Panthers usually trend in, you know, up and down years. They'll be back one year, good one year, bad one year, good one year. Whether that's injuries or not, they always kind of follow that trend. So this could be a, a a good year for them. So they could win 10, 11 games, win a division, or they could be another seven nine, eight and eight season. It kind of depends upon what kind of breaks they get throughout the year.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, I um, Another stretch I've seen for them, uh, it's, it's you know you, you pretty much get the same kind of trend. Um, and the the common, the common team is the Rams. Uh, they go at at the Rams, at New Orleans. Oh, I'm sorry, wrong team. Uh, they they are they play they play at Atlanta uh, versus Seattle, uh, at the Colts, and then versus New Orleans. Um, and that's the end of the season. So if you if they're if they're you know, on that borderline of, you know, six and six, or there's, you know, seven and five, um, or whatever it is to get, to get the last few games, you know, you know, you, you on the road, the division, division team, you go, you, you got to play Russ, you got to see Andrew Luck, to see Drew breeze. Like you seeing you're not ducking no quarterback toward the end. And this defense who, like you said, could be solid, but great took a step back last year. And that's, you know, they was ranked pretty much, you know, the back half of every, every stat, um, Last year, and like I said, the, the 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 secondary needs some work, and with Luke battling injuries. But what did they do this offseason? Tampa Bay Buccaneers cut Jerry McCoy, and they brought him in. So you talking about Jeremy McCoy and Kawan Short next to each other? That should definitely increase the defense um, from what they was last year. But they and they gonna need every bit of Jerry McCoy after to go out to Matt Ryan, Russ Luck, and, and Drew Brees to end the season. Um, do you think? Do you think in, in in that last four stretch, you know, like you said, we know we got you got to go two and two, but when it's at the end of the season, when you have really no, you know, no wiggle room, and you, you they might have to go four and zero, oh, three and one, you know, just just to just to get in, if that that's what it comes down
2: to. Yeah, when it comes to schedule, when you play somebody always matters because if this was at the beginning of the season, you Fine. know, it, I, I I would say well it's September and nobody's really around in the form yet, so you know you 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 may not have been hitting your your peak yet, guys may not have been in game shape yet, or you could have been tweaking a roster, or maybe somebody hadn't emerged yet, things like that. So if it was September, like the Patriots do it every year, September, that's like the filling out process. All right, so what we're two and two and one and three, we'll be fine. We'll still finish 12 and four and, and get into the AOC championship. But with the Panthers, you know, you're going to end the season like that. Now you're hoping, like, man, we got to start off hot. So at least, at the end, we got a little bit of room right, to, exactly. to say we can drop one or two and still be in play for the playoffs, and even then you don't want to do that because every game in the NFL, it's not like NBA where you, know, you got 82 games, the best player can miss, like Kawhi can miss 20, and you still a top two seed. NFL, 16-game sample size, you drop one or two, you could have went from second seed to outside the playoffs. So you got to hope that all you guys stay healthy, And at the end of the year, you know, you're playing your best ball. And sometimes you don't want to peak too early either because in the playoffs, you want to still have something left. Like if you go all out the last four games and guys are spent, you can be out in the wild card weekend because guys gave it everything they had those last three or four just to get into the playoffs. So those stretches of games do matter. Um, Carolina, you know, they they got to start off hot, man. And even if they start off hot and finish like one and three down the stretch, that still wouldn't bolt well going to the playoffs either because guys are gonna be like, dang, man, we've been playing bad ball and we've been dropping these close games. Like, so that'll kinda of be in guys' mind too. So, you know, they are gonna have a very interesting year. Uh, it would not surprise me if at some point they have a winning record, they're like five and three or six and three. And it would not surprise me if they're five and five either, you know, or they're right. like four and six and trying to get it together. So it was it wouldn't surprise me.
1: Yeah, I think and I think the Peddles have a huge range of outcomes too. Uh, the, you, you see, the, you see the video of Steve Smith uh, talking to DJ oh, Moore. Oh man! <laughs> hey, hey. Should, I, should I start him? <laughs> like, if you give me two points, I'm gonna slap you, bro. <laughs> hey, that's hey. Every time I see that video, I watch it from start to finish, man. I think, that's that's hilarious. DJ Moore acting like he didn't know. He didn't know if he should say yeah. Or not. Was
2: kinda... Yeah, man. I, I miss Steve Smith being in the league, man. He was one of my favorite receivers along with T.O., man. I missed yeah. miss that guy being in the league. He was a very explosive player. And he still has that fire, you know, doing commentary and just being around the Carolina organization like that. It's always good to see that kind of stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. All right, moving on to the last team uh, who they've been pretty much with well, the bottom of the t- division for the last two, three, four years. And that's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers now. 5-11 and last year, but we both love this coach, Bruce Arians, and even pairing with Todd Bowles. Oh man, you talking about something that can be well on his way to something something uh, great. Uh, it just right now the the division's so good, it's kind of like you you kind of capped at a, at a at a point you can go. Uh, but Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know, now they was losing a lot of games, and or they or they were losing a lot of games, and the only way they can win games was to throw the football. So. This 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 was the the uh the best passing team in the league last year. Fizz magic uh, was out there,
2: man. Fizz, like he hey, they Fizz had Fizz to sling magic.
1: it. <laughs> Fizz magic and even when Jamie Winston came in, they, they they didn't they didn't. It's kind of like a a shared job, and they both you know they both were at the, at the top when they were playing. Like you said, to win to win or to
2: stay in the game. Hey, that um, was that was funny for fantasy season because guys oh, kept yeah. picking up and dropping. They didn't know who to, <laughs> who to start. <laughs> it's like you got you gotta go in that stash both of them. Right, exactly. Uh, but see
1: that now this the now this the beauty of it though. You know, we've seen Bruce Aarons and we've seen his success everywhere. When that's in Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, um, and then of course in Arizona, and even, even though all that mixed in, the quarterbacks always played good. Um, the Andrew Love, Big Ben, he had a paint man, and he he had Carson Palmer MVP like in, like in the MVP race a lot of the time. So, you know, and and, and everybody questioned this season is, is Jameis Winston and. This is the. Uh, are we going to pay him twenty five million dollars, or are we going to move on to the next quarterback? Do we need to go ahead and hashtag tank for tua? Um, what what is what is the move for the Buccaneers? And I think I think Bruce Aaron is gonna is gonna is gonna save save it. And you going to we going to see because J- James Winston. I think all he needed was direction. Um, he's only twenty five years old, so you're talking about somebody who's you know still fairly fairly young at a quarterback position. When you got Drew Brees. 39 40 uh still playing. So and Winston, he has the tools um to be successful. He has the weapons to be successful. Now, what he doesn't really have is the running game, which you know was was pretty much dead last in the league, 28th uh in the NFL last season. Now, Bruce Ayers also have a good track record with that. Um, you know, I mean, of course, he had the talent of the Le'Veon Bills. he had uh he he had David Johnson, but can he do something with Ronald Jones? Or can he do something with Peyton Barber? Uh, he did bring Ellington from the Cardinals, uh, so he he has he has some back, backs. He don't have no star, so it's like the no, I, I I've always said, why are we still chunking it down the field so much instead of relying on a running game? Maybe throwing out to the flat sometimes, and you know stuff like that. So I think Bruce Arians can see that, and I think I think Tampa Bay Buccaneers can can ride a ship, and you know James Winston's job could be saved. Or maybe not, you know. But I believe I'm believing James Winston. So I I, I don't really know how much you like him, but I think he's the correct for the team. And uh, but like I said, this is the this is the last the last round for him to see if if he get knocked out or not.
2: Yeah, this is definitely a make or break year for Jameis because if it doesn't work this year, I'm not sure he gets another starting job unless somebody just wants to take a chance on him or they just need to bring him in because all the teams have already drafted young QBs outside of, like, the Raiders and the Titans and the Bucks, So a lot of teams have already kind of drafted their QB of the future or they already have it, like Mahomes or Luck, guys like that. So I, and the Saints, too, they, they don't have their QB of the future either. Um, but it's just its going to be a make-or-break year for Jameis, man. Um, we got to hope. We, like you said, we believe in Bruce. We got to hope that Jameis has a career year. But even if he does have a career year, they can still finish in the bottom of the division or at least in the middle of the division. And you're still hoping, like, are right, do we, do I get paid? Like, do we pay this guy? Do we believe, in, <laughs> do we believe that Bruce can keep him reined in from making erratic decisions on and off the field? Like, do we believe in paying this guy for the next four or five years to carry us to the future? Um, and that's the that's the tough question because I, I don't think the Raiders are going to keep Derek Carr after this year. So, do you want to? let James walk and they bring in card do you want to just wait for the draft to try to go after from Tua or Herbert guys like that so the bucks they have a lot to think about at the QB position alone uh running back you mentioned it Peyton Barber Ron Jones Ellington uh, who emerges in that backfield to fit with the Aryan system i think it'll be Ron Jones but you still got to wait to see um they have talent there you have Mike Evans you have Godwin you know you have OJ Howard so they have the weapons to be an elite offensive team. Defense, they've drafted guys, and they're trying to put it together, so we got to see how that works. And we know Ty Bowles is one of the best defensive guys in the league, so we got to oh, yeah. see how it all comes together. But they have a wide range of outcomes as well. And uh, I, I
1: just about to ask you that. You, do, do we think Ty Bowl, <laughs> Bowles is right this shit? Because, look, I can just name you, you know, 31 in, uh, 31st ranked in p- points allowed, 27th in yards allowed a game. Uh, third down percentage twenty two, so they don't they don't, they don't get all the field. Uh Red zone. If, if you get to the red zone, you're scoring a touchdown. <laughs> on the Buccaneers, they were dead last in that category. So, can Ty balls change it so fast? And you know, in one season, um, you got because you got you got the dra- the guys you're drafting. They've been drafting, um, f- first round. They've been drafting, um, uh, uh you know, defensive players for the last few years. I mean, outside of OJ Howard, they got the veil who he got hurt recently. Uh, David White this year, who I'm big on, who I think will be the rookie of the year. That's my pick for him. Um, but they drafted the guys like Heron Gray, uh, Heron and, and he hasn't really emerged. Um, they could have got um, uh, they could have got Derwin James last year, and it could, or they could have got Mika Fitzpatrick, and they let both of them go. Because you remember how we was in, in our little draft game, we was playing, and yeah, we, 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 kept losing.
2: We, we kept we <laughs> picking, we kept picking on the go right there. And they were exactly. just
1: slipping down the draft board. So, so, and the, the, the so they had a chance to get Derwin James, who, I mean, you could say – I mean, I could, I could say it. He's a – I mean, he's at least a top-10 safety already, and that's just, that's just off one season, and he's already all pro safety. So, you know, and, you know, you know, for Todd Bowles, he loved the secondary. So, that that's, that would have been his expertise, right, to have somebody already who's at that level. But, you know, there's neither here or there. Um, but can Todd Bowles really right the ship and, and, and help Bruce Adams on that side because outside of the running game, you know, the, the passing game's there. You just got to make sure you don't turn the ball over so much. Um, Bruce Anderson has the running game. I, I'm not. I'm not too worried about that. But can Todd Bowles hurry up and and you know I would say duct tape this as much as he can just to just just to make a team and make maybe this could be the quote unquote surprise team of the NFC uh, that can go from five eleven to the best team in the division. Because I mean fourth place schedule. I mean so you're playing the Cardinals, you're playing the Lions, and you're playing the Redskins. So that I mean you can win those three games. Uh, not not uh, Not Redskins. Not Redskins uh, Giants. So and you can win those three games. So that'd be three games right there just go three and three in your division. And then, you know, outside of, outside of playing the Rams and the Seahawks, I mean, if you can somehow steal one of those, you right there in the mix, you know? So, I mean, I don't, I don't know where bugs go from here, but I think they, like you said, another team with a big outrage outcomes and if both conducted that defense boom, they, they right there.
2: Yeah. I think just with Arians' first year, Bowles' first year and, uh, you know, you're trying to get everything up to speed. Like you said, get the defense patched up. You still got to make a few more moves. I think they're going to be that team that everybody hates to play because you, you're going to get their best shot, or and they're not going to lay down. So I think just with that coaching, they're going to be so competitive. That, that'll be a team nobody wants to play but That'll be the team you think, well, that's, you can you can probably pencil in a win, but you can't pencil in because that'll be the, the week you're going to lose that game. Like, so, like, they'll be a, one of those – those trap games, one of those trap teams where you feel like, all right, we should win that because we have a better better roster. But then Jameis lights you up for 350 yards and four TDs, and now, you know, you lost the game. So uh, I don't – I would hope they don't finish at the bottom. But with the defense, you know, being a piece of work and that division being so loaded, man, uh, I think the Falcons win it. I think the Saints are going to be – right there close. Um their roster is I don't know. They they may finish last again. I would hope not. But it's possible they finish last again and they just go in a different direction. Well right, like QB so let's, wise
1: anyway. Let's make a let's make a bold prediction 'cause I don't think they I mean it's it's, it's like you say it's so hard to say it to say that they won't finish last. But let's let's just say if the Bucks do not finish last, who is the worst team in the division?
2: Uh, if the bus doesn't finish last, it'll it'll probably it'll probably be Carolina.
1: Carolina, okay, and see, and that's the, and see, and that's crazy because you know us saying this, you know somebody be like, well, come on, Carolina, we, we better than Tampa Bay. Oh, me? Well, yeah,
2: yeah, I but mean, like but, you look really
1: at the schedule too. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you you saw Carolina got no, that, that four games they got the end of season, so um, you know they they can be with, they can be number one if they finish last because this could be this could be as far as the best division. Uh, you know, this pretty much been the most consistent division, I would say, uh, from top to bottom. Uh, you know, because e- even even the NFC East, you know, they had two teams that are always sorry. NFC West usually usually had two teams sorry. What not the Rams and Cardinals kind of have flipped place the last few years. Um, and then and then for for the NFC North, the Bears and Lions usually was at the bottom, or if or if the Bears are at the top, the Vikings are at the bottom. You know, or Packers, you know, going back and forth. So this might be a division that could have four four teams. Possibly possibly with a win a record or at least seven and nine. Um and that's that's you know that's pretty that's pretty good for a division like this. And and this basically in the division, there's no there's no game you can just like you said, pencil in. There, there's no cupcake, there's no walk walkover. Um you have to bring your A game every night.
2: Yeah, um I'm hoping they don't finish last, but just based on what we're what we're looking at projection wise, they could finish last, but if they don't, I think it'll be Carolina. Like Carolina could, but it's just see, Carolina has a better defense, and they have comparable offensive talent, so you would think, okay, well, Carolina should be better, but that, like, like what you just said, with playing, you know, both have an easier schedule playing some of those teams like the Cardinals and teams like that, you know, those are games that are winnable games, and then you have the Panthers with that last four-game stretch, That that could be you nothing. Know, they call them like Panthers could go six and ten. Like, they, could, yeah. they, could be six, they could be six and six and drop the last four. And then since Bucks had an easy schedule, they could be seven and nine, eight, and eight, and now they were the better team in the division. So that's that's a possible outcome, but I don't see them leap into first or second. Falcons something to prove better overall roster. I think that's 11 wins. Saints looking for one more shot at the at the Super Bowl. Elite head coach bringing back almost the same roster that's probably 10 wins. Um, I think Caroline, like we said, they could be a 10 win team or they could be a six win team. And the Bucks are about the same, they could be a four or five win team, or they could be a nine and seven team.
1: All right, before we get out here, let's do some off the top of our heads. Let's do let's do a, like a little fake uh fake, fake award ceremony. So, the MVP of this division, who you got,
2: Matt Ryan? Easy,
1: yeah, I got Matt Ryan as well. Uh, Coach of the Year.
2: Bruce Arians, just because they, they could be good. If they're good, it'll be Bruce Arians. If not, I think it'll be uh, Dan Quinn.
1: Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. Uh, let's go Defensive Player of the Year in this, in this division. Who do you think the best defensive player is? Um, I'm going to say right. Lattimore i for Saints. Ooh, I like that. I like that pick. I I guess I'm gonna just take the easy route. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Luke. <laughs> I'm gonna say a <laughs> I'm gonna just take the easy route. Um, let's see. What else we got? Um, what's another what's another award people give out? Um, let's see. Is there is there any? Oh, what what about a surprise player? It's something we made up, but surprise surprise player who you know come out of nowhere and be one of the best. You know, more um,
2: more from uh
1: Carolina, more Carolina. I like that. I'm gonna, you, know, you know, I'm rolling, I'm rolling with my boy Chris Godwin. Uh, he about, I think he going to, he's gonna, oh, to himself man. I, as, I, I, uh, I didn't think about him yet. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Chris, either one, either one of those guys, I yeah. would draft both of them in fantasy.
1: Yeah, Chris, I think Chris, Chris I think Chris Godwin might be uh, you know, easily gonna be a top 25 receiver. Like when you say who the best receiver in the game, not too many people you're gonna say in front of him after this season. That's that's kind of like my surprise player.
2: Yeah, both of them um, should have a thousand yards.
1: And then I guess the last thing, any 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 bold, any bold prediction, uh, you know, or like, you know, crazy saying that that could happen that you could see. Um, uh, you know, whether that's uh, I mean I, I don't know. Oh, I, I, do I got one.
2: Saints don't make the playoffs. Ooh. Because look at we we're gonna talk about this later on, but if I think they're a 10 win team, you gotta look at Eagles, Cowboys, also Green Bay Minnesota Chicago, and also Seattle Rams and 49ers could do something so um that that's that's, that's bold like because it, it, it could it could happen if a lot of teams are 10 and six 11 five, twelve five 12 and four are all that same range Saints could miss playoffs
1: i like that and i'm'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm a co-sign with you so we saying if the both predictions for this for this division is the Saints would not make the playoffs i like that i like that and that's gonna that's gonna stir up some debate if we say that.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, look at it. That's how I look at it because if we had the Falcons win the division, that's that's the guaranteed spot already right. gone. Yeah, got to guarantee three other eat. spots. Yeah, you got three other guaranteed spots. So when you looking at the wild card, um, I know you believe in the Vikings. I think they could be good as well. Um, there's no way Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a comeback year with all the hoopla going around him. So either he can win the division or the Vikings can win the division. Either way, one of those teams will probably get the wild card. If Eagles win the division, Cowboys can get the wild card. If Rams win the division, Seattle, Russ is a, a top three to five QB, so he can he going to keep Seattle competitive, so they can get in the wild card as well. So, And we believe in Kyle Shanahan. Who knows what Jimmy G can do because his small sample size, he's been elite. Right, so, yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, hey, I like it. I like it. I like it.
2: So it, it's possible, man, like. I know I like him more than you like him. Trubisky, he's been. A, I've heard some rumors about him not looking good in camp, but Nagy and those guys, with that defense, man, they could. <laughs> they they could still win the division again. Uh is going to be way tougher, but the Bears could even they don't win the division, they could still be in a wild card race. So um, I don't think the Saints are safe. That's my, that's why I have them that's the bowl prediction to, to possibly miss the playoffs.
1: And I well and I and I go to to an extension of that. For another bold, crazy prediction, and that's that's uh that that's that's Drew Brees. I think he, you know, everybody say he's a top. What I mean, of course, the he's here the, one for sure. The yeah. career, the career of Drew Brees, of course. But I think when you talk about this season right here, this this season, the season he's in right now, I think I think this is when fall time comes. Yeah, it's it's that's undefeated, my bold prediction. Man.
2: That's yeah, my, my bold prediction. That one, it's undefeated. Um. Depending upon who you ask, they would say he didn't look good towards the end of last year. I really,
1: you asked me, I didn't think he looked good.
2: <laughs> yeah, like he looked he looked decent, you know. He they, they were getting by, I can't right, say he, right. was, he was terrible because no, he, he wasn't
1: sorry,
2: he wasn't trash, but he wasn't the way he started off, he didn't look like that with right. put output like that. So, that could be a sign of regression right there.
1: And before anybody comes from my neck, uh, you know, just look, just, just watch this season and see if he throws the ball down the field or
2: not.
0: <laughs> I mean,
2: they're going to have to do something. Uh, some dump offs to Kamara. or <laughs> it, 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 That's it, all MT they want. Like, Mike you know Thomas on what they some those slants, man. Uh, they, got, they got to do something. Or they may, Sean Payton, you know, he, he's crazy, man. He's innovative. He may start throwing uh heel out there a little bit more. Yeah, for, for some
1: heel. gadget
0: plays.
1: <laughs> for A. Hey, for real, and and, that, and that's really that's really why we even say that because you know sometimes Saints do get too cute. Now I'm not trying to bash on the Saints these last few minutes, but you know I'm just saying like you, yeah, y'all gonna see the Drew Brees. He he's not gonna be throwing the ball toward the end of season. Not gonna be not gonna be chucking down the field no more. And that I mean like I say that's smart. It's also it's also a smart strategy. So I'm not I'm not gonna take away from it, but uh, that's my NFC South uh, prediction. Uh, we got the Falcons winning winning that division. Um, that's the rundown. We'll be back with the rest of the NFC coming up soon. Uh, anything else you want to say, nah, Rashad? Let's get oh,
2: man. Um, Falcons fan base just going to be so damn annoying this year. And y'all won't have no problems out of me, okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. appreciate, Kevin. Rashad. We out.